Welcome back to Level Uploading by Feelings Face Facts with yours truly, Shay. Guys, guys, I told you I would be back with my moving testimony, so that is what we're going to start off doing today. Now, please bear with me because this is a story. It's a real story, so it's going to be broken down into parts. Um... I'm going to have notes, so if you guys do happen to see me looking down, getting stuck, it's a lot to remember, but I do have notes. Um, I was in here Friday night, jotting down all of the, the different, um, the timeline, the different times, and how everything kind of, you know, plotted out, so I'm really going to kind of start from the beginning, only because everything pieces together in its own special way and it's so funny because it's like although of course me moving has happened already it's still just all working together guys good all the time okay so let's get started i hope you guys are, ha are having a good week weekend i hope you guys are having a good day night evening whenever you're watching just want to make sure that you guys are in good spirits because i definitely am god has just been showing out for me and he continues to do so i got stuff that i need to tell y'all about now but right now we're just gonna focus on back then so here we go okay so backstory when i was 16 i have family that lives in tennessee i'm from chicago illinois i have family that that lives in tennessee and we we used to be a lot closer than we are now because people got grown. People, you know, matriarchs of families passed. You know how that can sometimes go. But there was times where we used to have a whole bunch of, like, family outings and um, family reunions and things like that. So I can remember one particular family reunion where we – because sometimes – okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Bear with me because storytelling is not necessarily – my forte because guess what my brain be going to mile a minute <laughs> i mean i'll go off into a whole other story so oh lord i forgot sometimes they would come to chicago which of course to us was like boring oh it's a vacation for them but we're just in chicago and then other times we would go out there to them which was like Yay, because, you know, we're on vacation. We get to travel. We get to go somewhere else. Better weather, different scenery. We get to run around like crazy kids and all that. So there was this one particular summer, and we went to Memphis for a family reunion. And um, I think I was about 16, I want to say. And it was just... I don't know. I really cannot even describe it or explain it because it, it's not a tangible 
real life thing as far as how I felt. But when I was in Tennessee, I just was like, oh my God, I like this. I just, I did not know how to describe it. I did not know how to like put anything on it, but I just knew that I liked it. So we did a whole bunch of sightseeing, of course, barbecuing and eating good, playing with cousins who I've never met, playing with cousins who I've met a couple times, kicking it on the streets, um, not on the streets, but not like that. <laughs> you know, just, I mean, Tennessee is more of a, it has more trees and forests and, you know, things like that. So, you know, my family they country we in the middle of we not we not like in no you know super <laughs> uh city type of place you know we when we go down south we're always like literally down south like we're in the thick of the country which we used to love as chicago kids who are around big big buildings and you know loud noise and close houses and all that stuff it was always fun for us to go to see our, our, our kinfolk, you know, in the South. So, um, we were doing sightseeing, things like that. We went to go see, um, the, what's the hotel? Let me look it up, because y'all know, y'all know I don't like to be misinformed. The, it's the Loretta, I think it's the Loretta. Yes, it's the Lorraine. <laughs> Loretta Lorraine. Also, we went to the Lorraine Hotel, you know, and then later on that night, we wanted up going to Bill Street. It was something about Bill Street, and I cannot compare it to anything other than, you know, like, uh, New Orleans. Like, Bill Street was such a vibe. Like, it puts you in a mind of, like, a smaller version of Bourbon Street in, in, in you know, New Orleans. New Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana, however you want to say it. And so I just, I was 16, but it was just beautiful. People were getting along. No one was fighting. No one was arguing. Everybody was having fun. People were drinking and and um, passing out beads. No boobs included. <laughs> but, you know, people were just having a good time. And one thing I really did enjoy while I was out there was people was, weren't so friendly. They would speak to you. They would, you know, they would smile which like i said i'm from chicago you can you walk around here smiling at people all the time trust me and believe me you're gonna get a stank look you might wind up in a tussle <laughs> sad to say it but it's unfortunate a lot of times you know people are just in a rush in a bad mood or just in on guard because it's a it's a tough you know tough city so it was just nice to be walking down the street, people smiling, hunking, and, hey, how y'all doing today? Like, it was just, the vibe was amazing. I was like, oh, my God, I want to move there. I want to move to Memphis. So, well, from that trip, I went home, and I was 16. So, that, that means I had to be, like, 2003, I want to say. The math is mapping. Yeah, 2003. Um, I went home, and I was like, I want to move to Memphis. I don't care what nobody's talking about. I'm moving to Memphis. Of course, I was 16. Life happened. Not like that. Like, of course, I'm 16. I'm not moving no time soon. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward to adulthood. I would say right around 2012, I moved out of my mom's house for my own spot. And I was 24. I had 
been out of the house for a little bit then came back for a little bit but i moved out officially for real for real i never looked back in 2012 yes it was 2012 so you know i was excited to be on my own having fun blah 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 independence your own rules nobody asking you who did this shout out to my mom because i know she gonna watch um <laughs> Like, girl, it's only three people living here. Who you think? It, who who do you think did it? It's one of us. If you ain't do it, but um, <laughs> so you know, I kind of just was in the coasting period of just being complacent and just enjoying that freedom, enjoying having my own space, and it was it was dope. So around 2013, because I had been in my place for like a year or so, I started to get like that itch of I want to move. Like, I started looking up jobs. I started looking up apartments. And I think because of the fact that I had just moved, not too long moved on my own, I was like, if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. You know, that's my thinking. I do feel like that still, like, Chicago is one of those places, if you can make it in Chicago, you are pretty much good to explore the world because you have a lot of street smarts and instincts and a lot of survival skills that you will need to survive anywhere. I started seeing like really low wages and I mean at this time I wasn't making a lot a lot of money but I was making decent money I wasn't like making minimum wage or anything like that so when I was seeing what the minimum wage was in, in Memphis at that time I was like okay we're gonna revisit this when they catch up to when they catch up to you know the standard of living but I just didn't I guess I didn't really understand the cost of living and how that affects you know, minimum wage and legislation on that and people having to sign off on making increases and things like that. I just didn't understand it. So I would say um, 2014, I really started like saving up. I started putting money to the side, what money I could because I had started another job at the university and there was more money, union job, you know, making more money more ends you can kind of you have a wiggle room um but that also caused another problem because my wages were increased like with a union job you know that is usually very competitive wages and not only that but it also is it's a union so you're gonna have increases you're gonna have they're gonna have to they're gonna make sure that you're in always being compensated for your time, energy, is going to be negotiated. Also, 2014, with my best friend at the time, she had her baby. And I was like, that was that was my little boo-boo, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh my God, like I, my attachment and my fear started to kind of kick in because I'm like, okay, I don't want to leave. She just had the baby. I don't want to miss, I don't want to miss these moments with her, you know what I mean? So I was like... I want to do this, but I just wasn't in a place mentally to do it. I still was moving scared. And also, like I said, I was still stuck on Memphis. Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. It was just stuck in my head. That was all that I knew because that's the only place that I had visited at the time. I also had started a new job, like I said, and so I was making good money. So fast forward to like 2015. I basically kind of like coasted 2015 I kind of like coasted through life like 
Uh, I got got into a relationship, and I kind of just got complacent. I was just really content with how things were going in my life at that moment, and so that's just what I stuck with. Like, okay, I'm I'm here. I got a man, and I'm making good money, working a union job. Um, all my bills are paid. I'm not really, you know, wanting for anything. I'm on my own. I just kind of coasted through life at that point. Well, we, we we didn't last super long, y'all. <laughs> so it was definitely that definitely was not really a real factor, but it, it did kind of, you know, it did kind of deter me a little bit. So at the end of 2016, I wound up leaving my good job. Um, I wound up leaving it because they cut hours severely. Like I went down to three days, 24 hours a week from, you know, of course, full time. So it was like, This is not this is not going to cut it for me. And uh, they like I said, they did have very competitive wages as far as the hourly rate. But if you cut my hours to half, I mean, that's defeating the whole purpose. I'm thankful that the wages were high because if it had been lower and they cut it to half, I wouldn't have not even been able to survive. At least not on my own strength. But we all know that God would have provided if that was the case. But thankfully, He he didn't have to step in in that way but I just I had to move around so I wound up leaving there and I wound up going to Uber headquarters I'm, um I worked there for some time and it was very stressful Uber headquarters was very stressful um I won't go into too many details about it but working with drivers and their different scenarios situations ailments struggles it was a lot and Coming from where I was coming from and going into like a more, uh, what's the, I don't know. I don't want to like say anything too crazy, but so like the University of Chicago was more like a, a big girl job, you know what I mean? And Uber headquarters was a, a big girl job too, but the atmosphere was very much a mixture of age groups. It was a mixture of different types of people. It was just like a... It was like a melting pot where I was like with people my age and older here. I was with younger people, you know, it was just like, it was just a melting pot. But beyond that, the drivers themselves was very stressful. The stories I could tell you about Uber, you would not even want to believe from crazy drivers to the situations that they had on the road, to situations that happened in the office, all type of stuff. But anyway, so, um, I actually winded up. You know, I worked there for quite some time. Well, not, not that long. I worked there for like a year and some change before a guy delivered me from that. Because he do not be playing about me, y'all. I promise you. When I start stressing too much and it's not like the regular type of stress, like, you know, okay, let's, let's go and get out of there. So I started a relationship again. Started a new relationship that was kind of serious. A lot, a lot more serious than the previous one. And... That relationship was pretty dope. I really enjoyed it. It kind of kept me in a place where it kept me in a good place. Don't get me wrong. Like, it definitely kept me in a good place. But it kept me complacent because I was very serious. And I, I was, you know, in love and enthralled. And we were locked in. At least I thought, you know, <laughs> you know how that go. Um, and so I wasn't thinking about leaving because he wasn't thinking about leaving. So it's like... Unfortunately, I had the mindset of kind of just 
following the lead of, of what someone else wanted to do and kind of letting them dictate how my life was going to be moving. But honestly, I don't think I was ready to leave yet. There was a lot more that I needed to experience. And I was still living at my first place. I stayed there for six years, y'all. I'm talking when I say complacent. When I say complacent, I was complacent, stagnant. I was still moving up my career and stuff like that. But when it came to like anything inconveniencing me, anything that's going to stress me out, I just didn't want to deal with it. So I was like, I'm just going to renew my, my lease. I'm just going to renew my lease. Renew it again. Renew it again. Renew it again. For six years, it was no reason for me to still have been <laughs> in that place from 24 to 30. But I was. I, I did do that. I saved a, a lot of coin. It's just me. It's not like I have kids or anything, but complacency but neither here nor there let's not go on a tangent so we wound up breaking up at the uh, very end of 2017 and so I was like okay you know how that goes sometimes it's like all things new I want everything new <laughs> I don't want you to leave it fat me in the same spot you left me at so I wound up not renew my lease, found another place. It was very close, very close, literally like not even five minutes. Bigger spot, another another bedroom. Just a it was an upgrade for sure. So that was like dope. I really love that place. Like to this day, that's still my favorite place that I've lived in as far as like the actual unit. Love that place. And that of course helped me to be even more complacent because I'm like, I love it here. <laughs> I love it here. I, I love it here. So I kind of just coasted through for, for another year and no, actually another two years, 2018, right before I moved to my new place, my friend had just got me into her, her job. She was the HR manager and she got me in, she got me in into my current industry. So shout out to her. Even though we are not friends anymore, I still I still have so much love for her and her family and everything. It's just, you know, sometimes people grow apart. But definitely shout out to her because she really had helped me. Her family had had a, a tremendous hand in my elevation and my growth. And I loved them from afar. I really liked it. I liked my job. I liked the money. It was everything was going extremely, extremely well. And so kind of just I don't know I just got into another comfort zone once again that's my my little I guess forte uh, but I still I really still felt that itch like I want to go I don't this is not my home like this no shades to Chicago because home is home but I just didn't feel at peace there I felt always on edge so always like I had to look over my shoulder I've always felt like uh, I, I just felt like PTSD, like definitely gave me PTSD. I was kind of just was letting doubt and fear take the wheel, which I mean, it happens. At this point, I'm 30 years old and I'm like, okay, sis, when are we going to do it if we're not going to do it now? Uh, some of the people who I used to work at Uber with, I had gotten close with, so I had started developing friendships with them and I had a community like, you know, we were very much locked in as far as you know always hanging out and outings and it was like a little small community of people around my age younger and a little older that we just had a good time so that also helped me to just kind of be a little bit lax when it came to 
what my heart was really telling me to do. In 2019, 2019, baby, I did not know 2020 was going to be what it was, but 2019 was definitely the prerequisite. I went through so much mess in 2019. My rent increased. I had my pulmonary embolism, my first blood clots uh, situation where I was hospitalized and put in the ICU for about, what, three days. I stayed in the hospital for five days, but was in the ICU for three days. Result of the blood clot gave me limited mobility with my legs, so I was walking around limping for a lot of a lot of the time. I came out to my car, being smashed up in the middle of the street from a hit and run drunk driver. I'm assuming I don't even know if it was a drunk driver or not, but it also had tickets on it. Like it was just like back to back. I'm like, Lord. Lord, what is happening, Lord? This is like back to back stuff, and like I'm only naming a couple things, but like literally, it was a lot of stuff happening. And so then, on top of that, y'all, on top of that, I get laid off. <laughs> I get laid off. God was like, "You are getting out of here." He was literally kicking me out of the city. So I got laid off. My friend, I kind of gave me a little heads up or whatever, and she was. My manager and her were really cool. I was really cool with my manager. And we, you know, we had a little moment. And I packed up my stuff I had had and just kept it moving. And I was like, okay. <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity for me to start getting serious about moving. So I started saving and doing things like that. So for this part, I think I'm going to cut it off right here. I will come back just to discuss what happened after I was laid off. I didn't leave immediately after that. Just a spoiler alert. But I got laid off, I want to say, in September of 2019. And so I think that's a good place to leave off at. And I hope that this is at least a little bit informative. I know I didn't really get to the meat of it. But I wanted to give you guys the pre-story before I get into the real tornado <laughs> uh, whirlwind that happened when I really was serious about getting up out of there. So I hope you guys have an amazing evening and I hope you enjoyed. I hope you are looking forward to part two of the rest of this story and I hope you guys have an amazing one. Bye!